I'm pulling up my notes now. Ow now, brown cow. Ow now, brown cow. Okay. Welcome to Hoya Podcast. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi, Jackie. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How's your week been? Uh, I guess not bad. I mean, we just, so Jackie and I just recorded Monday for last two, you know, the last episode. So this is a short amount of time for us to record again. So I, I can't really think of literally anything that I've done besides go to work. <laughs> yeah, it's Thursday now. So it's only been a few days. Yeah. No, it's Friday. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. I thought it was Friday all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. It, time isn't real anymore. It's just not real. No. Well. Yeah. How was your week? It's been fine. Not not a bad week. Yeah. That's now good. that I have central AC. I know. I'm sitting oh. pretty. God. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, I hope everybody else has had a nice week as well. Yeah. Hope you've all had a lovely week. I know um, I know. in Florida, we have just today shut down all bars and pubs again. Uh, yesterday, Thursday, we had oh, oh, just about 9,000 confirmed cases of COVID in the state. So that's six. But uh, Jackie, you said that your the North Carolina has mandated masks for everyone? Yep. Yeah. You know... I'm fine. I'll wear, I've been wearing a mask. I have no problem with a mask mandate. The only thing is that there's two things. I have been getting crazy mask knee. Like, yes, me too. Yes. 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 And it's infuriating. I'm like, this is not fair. I'm, I'm broken out all over my chin, my cheeks, my upper lip. And that's it. You know, like once you get past my nose, everything else is clear. But um, yeah, no, it and it's and it's pretty aggressive uh, breakouts. Like they're hard to get rid of because then I got to mask up again. And I never noticed that apparently my breath has smelled like dog shit my entire life. What? (laughs) Every time I wear a mask, I'm like, my God, my breath smells so bad. I've I was never like, noticed no that. Me? <laughs> I'm like, I'm rotting from the inside out. <laughs> I've never from noticed your breath smelling bad, and I've lived with you, but well, maybe something's God. changed. Well, I, maybe you haven't been close enough. You know, maybe you you need to get like mask distance away from me, which would essentially just be like kissing me. Yeah, this is I'm my glad you used way of asking you to kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> Test it out. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that, though, because for weeks now I've been thinking, why am I breaking out so hard? And just you saying that now, that's it. Yeah. And it's all in that same area, right? Yeah. Where you wear your mask. Yes. I know. Oh my God. I, I'm just. And I've been wearing a little bit more makeup because I've been at work more often and, you know, going to the grocery store and stuff. But I'm just like, fuck that. You guys are getting my natural so you're getting the natural. Sorry, but yeah. uh, I'm I'm sick of this. It's just, it's painful. It's annoying. Yeah. Oh, that I'm so glad you said that. I thought mm-hmm. I I thought I was going crazy. I was like, what am I doing different? I I thought I was going crazy too, and then I it like just I was like, oh ding, that's right. It's everywhere my mask touch. Mask knee touches. <laughs> mask knee. Yep. That's it. So if anybody else is having issues with it, believe me, I feel you. I actually just ordered something for it. My friend told me about it. It's called Banish. So she works at a hospital. And so she wears wears a mask eight hours a day. And I will let you know if it works. Please. Mm -hmm. Keep us posted. Mm -hmm. Yes. But still, everybody, wear your mask. Just wear it. Yes. 
do wear your masks. That's I will complain about the mask knee, but I will still wear my mask. I will and my horrible breath. I don't like the acne, but I do feel and it's hot. It's hot now, so mm-hmm. it's hot to wear a mask outside, but I do feel safe when I'm wearing it. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, it's like a nice little little barrier. Yeah. My anxiety my social anxiety definitely dips down a little bit, so I I like it. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> All right. Anywho, um shout outs, huh? Yes. I have a shout out from Facebook this week, our lovely, lovely Facebook. And there was a post by Jessica R. Who said, uh, all the post said was, I had an ex that worked at an indoor water park and they had code browns all the time. (laughs) And that's in reference to uh, the story I told about my sister. Sorry, Sabrina. (laughs) Was she mad at you? Did she listen to it yet? I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. <laughs> It'll be a test to see if she is listening still and uh, how long it takes her to hear it. So <laughs> so I'm not going to say anything. But um, again, she was a toddler. She she wasn't a grown up. Right. right, right. Nobody spread that rumor that she was a grown up and she pooped in a pool. Um, but uh, don't you do it. <laughs> don't. Um, Wink. Jessica uh, made that post. And then Laura, our good friend Laura, a.k.a. Mozzie C137 on Instagram, mm-hmm. posted a screenshot. I, <laughs> she Googled, does it matter if you pee in the pool? And then took a screenshot of the answer. And it says, while this may seem merely unappealing, a recent study suggested that urine can actually combine with chlorine disinfectant in swimming pool water to make potentially harmful chemicals. The researchers recommend that all swimmers avoid urinating in swimming pools to prevent these chemicals from forming. The researchers recommend this. The researchers. <laughs> and then um, Laura also shared an article from the National Center for Health Research entitled Swimming Pool Safety. Don't pee in the pool. It's worse than gross. And guess what? Apparently, it, you know, it can... The chemicals in your pee can combine with the chlorine and make some crazy chemicals and there are higher rates of asthma in people and uh, breathing problems and all that stuff. And there's there's a nice long list of references at the end of it. So I, I trust the information a little bit more. So it turns out I was right. And yeah, yeah. you have destroyed Faith's pool by peeing into it. Mm. No, I'm not going to believe that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so I was, uh, I was talking about, oh, one of our friends messaged, messaged us and he said, Amy, you get out of the pool to pee, you disgusting bastard. This is essentially <laughs> what he said. And I was like, oh, whatever. And then, and Faith was like, I know, I can't believe she she's been doing it this whole time (laughs) and i was like it's fine and then i looked it up and i was like oh no it's not (laughs) so i apologized to faith not very sincerely of course right but but you know just enough i was like oh sorry man but (laughs) and i apologize to all the pools in my past in my youth that i've pissed in and i won't do it from here on out I'll I'll get out of the pool and I will piss in your yard and I will make direct eye contact with you while I do it. <laughs> with your bit, ba- you don't even pull your bathing suit to the side. You just pee through it. No way. I'm not going through that struggle. My bathing suit is skin tight. Mm-hmm. Trying to pull that thing over. No way. Yeah. <laughs> it did. The article did say that for those harmful chemicals to form, you need a a lot a lot of pee. Yeah. So if you're just the only one peeing in the pool, then you're yeah. probably fine. But Great. I'll make sure I tell everyone else. Nobody else is allowed to pee in the pool except yeah. for me. Dibs. <laughs> Dibs. <laughs> Shotgun on pissing in the pool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Jessica and 
Laura for sharing that information on our Facebook page. And then a extra little shout out to Jacqueline and C who in that same thread shared a picture of a pool sign. And it just said, we had a pool like this at the family pool way back. And I love this because my grandma and grandpa had this sign by their pool. And it always tickled me. Even as a child, it says, welcome to our OOL. O-O-L. Notice there's no P in it. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> I love that. So shout out to, to Jacqueline and Laura and Jessica. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys for ruining my freedom. <laughs> you are in, I know you are in the majority though. Most people do it. They're just not as brazen and disgusting as I am. <laughs> I, I could have gotten away with it for so long if I just never said anything. <laughs> yeah. If I just shut the fuck up for once. <laughs> All right. Yeah, thanks everyone. Thanks for ruining my good time <laughs> oh, but we have a patreon shout out Ooh, yes and it is megan d hot mm-hmm. oh meggie we got d. megan d so we suck on that everyone else <laughs> that is right Suck it. Yes. Megan D joining us for the uh, live watch party. Yay. Yay. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for you to join us. Mm-hmm. All right. Jackie, any other business that we got to attend to? No. No. All right. <laughs> I don't think so. No. All right. You ready to get into the episode? Yes. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Season three, episode six, Peggy's Pageant Fever. And the air date is November 10th, 1998. Peggy learns that Nancy has been selected as a celebrity judge for the Mrs. Heimlich County Beauty Pageant. At first, Peggy wonders aloud if any mature women would really participate in such an event but her skepticism evaporates when she realizes that the grand prize is a one-year lease on a brand new Chevy Silverado pickup truck with a 5.3-liter V8 engine. <laughs> that night, Peggy asks Hank if he thinks she could win the beauty contest. <laughs> Hank delicately explains that he doesn't think his wife is the quote-unquote pageant type. I don't know why he would say that. All he has to do is just say, of course I do, honey. Yeah, for sure. I know, but instead, <laughs> this amazing, he has this amazing line. I love it says he delicately explains it when he says this. He says, you know, she's, she asks him, Hank, do you think that I could win a beauty contest? And his face immediately turns to one of horror. <laughs> He's just like, oh, no. <laughs> and he says, you see, Peggy, that's what you call a loaded question. Yep. No matter how I answer, there's a bullet in every chamber designed to blow my brains out. <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic. Yeah. No wonder where Bobby gets it from. Yeah. <laughs> designed to blow my brains out i know and you're right he very easily could have just been like yeah of course babe mm -hmm. peggy however is not to be dissuaded and she fills out the entry form she really wants that truck she asks luann to be her stylist which luann is thrilled she confides in luann that she feels pretty good about her chances saying personally i think a little lipstick and a pair of nice earrings will win that truck <laughs> We later see Luann and Peggy at the Hotel Arlen where contestants mingle with their competition, um, many of whom have more education and professional success or more children than Peggy. Mm. This is when Peggy begins to doubt herself. She is talking to all of these women and not only are they younger than her and not only are they beautiful, but they're, they all seem to be incredibly accomplished um, and it's making her feel very insecure and we all know how big 
yet at the same time how fragile Peggy's ego can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there was one interaction where she was talking to one woman after talking to all of these women who have these incredibly accomplished careers. She's talking to this one woman and she's like, what do you do? And the lady says, oh, I'm a stay at home mom. And Peggy's like, oh, yes, I've got one up on this lady. And then the lady says, but I've got seven kids. So that's a full time job in it of itself. And Peggy is just immediately she just feels so insecure. But I'm like, you know, I say it took you had to basically it was like a miracle and moving a mountain to conceive Bobby. So that's a huge accomplishment. You can't compare yourself to other people. Yeah, he's like a literal miracle baby. Yeah. So I feel bad that she's comparing herself to everyone and not really giving herself the credit that she deserves. You know, her life is pretty good. She's accomplished a lot. Mm -hmm. Not as much as these other women, but still a lot. The next morning, Peggy and Luann visit Mr. Strickland in hopes of convincing him to sponsor Peggy in the contest. Buck, believing that Luann is the contestant, quickly agrees to write a check for $2,000. But by the time Buck realizes that it's not Luann in the contest, it's Peggy, uh, the check has already been drafted. I mean, it's easy to tear up a check, but I'm glad that he did it. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been, that might have been the final crushing blow. <laughs> yeah. To Peggy. Yeah. Um, and it's almost kind of nice. I kind of want to give him a little teensy tiny bit of credit that he could have just straight up been like, oh, wait, you're in the contest? No, you can't have my money. I'm like, I'm throwing money down the drain then. I thought it was Luann. <laughs> I take it back, you know? So uh, he had at least enough tact to not say that to Peggy's face, you know? Right, right. He he came close, but he at least he, at least he did not. Maybe he was like, okay, Hank is my best employee. This is his wife. I guess I should just grin and bear this one. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like he respects Peggy more than he respects Hank, the way he treats Hank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Later on, Peggy is at a pageant dance rehearsal, and it's so cute. Everyone is wearing a tennis outfit, but they're dancing to Spice Mm. Girls. (laughs) (laughs) And Nancy is there, uh, being one of the judges. Peggy approaches Nancy and kind of attempts to not so subtly talk Nancy into, quote-unquote, shaking things up uh, in the competition this year by selecting a different kind of winner, um, instead of the type of person they usually pick. And by that, she means someone skinny with big hair, uh, bleached blonde hair, and Nancy is straight up like, you mean women like me. And Peggy is a bit frazzled and tries to explain that she just thinks contestants should be judged by their brain size, not their bra size. And Nancy's just like, obviously, you're talking about you. And you know what, Peggy? Women like you shouldn't enter beauty pageants if you're not prepared to be judged by women like me. And then she walks away. Solid burn. Yeah. Solid. I mean, it's true. That's, you know, as much as I respect somebody who wants to, like, shake things up, that isn't why Peggy got into the beauty contest. It was only her angle when she realized she was most likely going to lose to the typical beauty pageant um, participant. So, you know, Nancy had a point. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not willing to like be heart, Oh my God. I can't think of the way to say it. Harsh. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I could not think of that. Wow. Okay. If Peggy isn't, you know, ready to be harshly judged by women like that and really stand firm in her belief that maybe things should be a little bit different with a pageant then don't even bother getting into it because you're gonna get torn up yeah I mean this isn't coming from an earnest desire to change the competition she's just insecure it's it's selfish yes absolutely I think Nancy is justified in in being a bit annoyed by Peggy Mm -hmm. yeah I think she is Peggy's trying to use her while at the same time insulting her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway. Later, Peggy tells Luann that she would like some highlights in her hair. Luann is hesitant and shares that highlights 
was a two-part class in her beauty school, and she missed both parts. <laughs> but for God only knows why, uh, Peggy goes ahead with having Luann give her highlights, which results in hideous orange tiger stripes all throughout her hair. And <laughs> Min, of course, catches sight of Peggy as she's walking out to her car and openly mocks her, comparing her to Bozo the Clown, which she says oh. several times. <laughs> I know, and then and then she's like, "Ugh, she's so rude. She didn't even say hi to me." I know. Oh my god, man, <laughs> go back inside, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> she does look a little bit like a clown. Her makeup was not good either. No, <laughs> but shut up. <laughs> Why would she have Luan? Luan, who is already not good at anything except working on cars. Yeah. Who said, not only am I already not good at this, but I missed all of the classes on this one particular thing. So what, uh, you, you, Bobby would do a better job, probably. I, I would b- believe that mm-hmm. for sure. I would have Bobby do my hair before I had Luann. Yeah. I'd have Bill do my hair before I had Luann. At least he's a barber. I was going to say that, but can you imagine Bill touching oh, Peggy's hair? It would be so gross. He would be smelling it the whole time. He would save it. Yes. He would save all of it. Yep. And he would wash her hair. He would insist <gasps> on washing her hair and it would last for an obscene amount of time. And he would have a he would have a rock hard erection the entire time. I'm sorry, I've talked myself out of this. <laughs> I'm disgusted. <laughs> you know, I heard a story I I'm pretty sure I heard it on a My Favorite Murder, so a lot of people listen to that, so maybe they've heard it. But there's a story about a a guy who kidnapped a woman and just washed her hair for hours. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm only laughing because that sounds so fucking absurd. I'm yeah. sorry she was kidnapped. That's terrible. Yeah. But what? He just I I forget the details, but he had a thing for washing women's hair and he washed her hair for hours until he ran out of shampoo and conditioner and then I think he tried using other soaps or something imagine she that that person that woman is probably had to go through intensive therapy just to be able to take a shower again and wash their hair could you imagine no just have to use dry shampoo for the rest of your life yeah i bet her hair was so dry after that because you're not supposed to wash your hair that much (laughs) yeah at the the very least, she had a very dry scalp. Yeah, insult to injury. On, t- on top of severe trauma. <laughs> well, anyway, that night, Peggy is feeling very discouraged. She's in bed with Hank, feeling sorry for herself, and she's talking... She She's kind of basically talking like she wants to give up, and she is flipping through a magazine, and she finds some stretch stretchy depression sweatpants for sale and she's like oh I'm gonna buy these and if I order them tonight then I can have them by tomorrow I could be my sweatpants by like afternoon and uh." and Hank is trying to be encouraging he says oh just you know wait a week and we can go buy some stretch pants at Megalomart in your brand new pickup truck and this doesn't seem to make Peggy feel better so he talks about how you know Peg it don't feel down. You've got those fancy new stripes in your hair and one of the <laughs> judges is Nancy, your good friend, and Peggy's kind of admits, actually Nancy and I aren't talking right now. Um, and Hank is just like, oh, well, we just won't let her r- drive in our new truck. <laughs> He's trying so hard to cheer her up. Um, the next day, in an attempt to improve relations between Peggy and Nancy, Hank brings Dale a plate of uh, brownies in hopes of influencing the contest but his bribe fails when Dale obnoxiously demands that Hank give up his ratchet set as well um, I know I forget exactly how it goes but Dale's just like keep it yeah I could ha- borrow it you can even borrow my ratchet set you mean keep it borrow it <laughs> you mean keep it <laughs> Hank like he runs away from Hank in fear uh, but that scene, every time I watch it, I am always so furious because he drops all of the brownies. <laughs> and, 
every time I see it, I'm like, oh, you idiot. <laughs> every time. I'm like, oh, he probably could have saved a few that landed on top of the ones that landed on the ground. Yes, that was my first thought, too. I didn't want to sound weird. But yeah, just I'm just I'm just a pure fat ass. I'm just like the brownies. I would even like take the brownie at even the ones that touched the ground and I would just cut yeah. off a thin slice of the bottom part that touched the grass. Absolutely. It's just grass. Just grass. Yeah. I'd be gross, more grossed out if it fell inside of my house where there's nothing but human and cat hair in piles everywhere. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> Get those brownies, goddammit. Yeah. So the brownies are gone. As the contest draws near, Peggy, out of desperation, hires Marcy, a professional stylist, much to Luann's crushing disappointment. And that whole scene is amazing, too, where no. Marcy is doing Peggy's hair and, and getting her ready for the competition. And Luann shows up and she's just like, um, excuse me, I think you're styling the wrong person or something. Um, and then she's like, it's OK, I've done that, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and only then Peggy's just like, I got a real stylist. I'm sorry. Um, and <laughs> Luann is upset and furious. I after ruining Peggy's hair and making her look like a clown, she's still just like, "What do you mean you've replaced me? You're terrible at this." Yeah, she wants to win. She could at least watch what Marcy does and right figure out what went wrong. I don't know. Yeah, be her assistant stylist. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Luann's upset, but Marcy is a much better stylist. Then Luann and Peggy arrives home sporting a complete makeover and is barely even recognizable. Hank and Bobby stare at her, their mouths agape. Lady Bird does not recognize Peggy and begins barking at her, which is odd because I would think she smells the same, but I don't know. Maybe all those chemicals in her hair from like the hair dye and stuff. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It says here, Hank dislikes his wife's new appearance, but is careful not to say anything that might offend her, which is smart, because mm -hmm. just don't comment on your wife's appearance. You, mm -hmm. Your opinion doesn't matter. Later, Peggy is interviewed by three contest judges. Uh, it's part of the competition, um, and one of the judges, of course, is Nancy. So she's in this room, and she's sitting in a little chair facing a long table with the three judges on the other side facing her. And one of the judges reads in Peggy's application that she speaks fluent Spanish. So <laughs> in Spanish, he asks her a very, comp a very complex question regarding the information superhighway. Peggy clearly did not understand anything the judge said, but also probably would have a hard time answering the question, even if it was in English. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. So she just kind of freezes after he asks this incredibly complex question in Spanish and after a long pause she responds by saying see sí? see sí, amigo <laughs> so she's fudged <laughs> the day that the day of the pageant has arrived now and Peggy is super nervous super flustered uh, she's freaking out about everything. She can't find her tiny jacket that goes with her dress. And um, she suddenly starts to freak out that uh, her butt is not good enough. She says it looks like it's dragging on the floor. And with some help from Marcy and Buck, because Buck is there as a, her sponsor, Peggy uses duct tape to tape her butt up higher, which I'm so curious to try. Right? Yeah. I mean, if I didn't already have a donk, I guess I would try. Maybe <laughs> maybe for the Patreon, we could like tape our butts to our boobs just going over our shoulders and make everything point up. <laughs> Fully nude before and after pictures for our patron. <laughs> what do you guys think? And 
then and then a special video of us trying to get the duct tape off without ripping our skin <laughs> clean off of our bodies. Oh. Ripping our nipples off. The nipples, no. Oh. <laughs> I do want to try it though. Yeah. I'll help you. <laughs> it's a date. So her butt is taped higher. As a stage manager directs the contestants to the pageant stage across the street in a building across the street. Uh, all the ladies are crossing the street. Peggy is kind of running to catch up, putting her jacket on. She's kind of frantic and still very frazzled. And right as she's about to cross the street, the duct tape gives way, causing an avalanche of butt cheeks inside of her dress. <laughs> a furious Peggy curses Buck for purchasing cheap tape, which I thought he got the premium, but I guess not. Um, I think he did get the premium. I think it's just the humidity. That's not its in, yeah, it's not its intended use. Yeah. Peggy awkwardly appeals to one of the other contestants for help, asking if, uh, you know, do you have any spare tape? And the other contestant does it, does not have spare tape, but she feels obligated to let Peggy know that uh, you forgot to put your shoes on. And Peggy looks down and not only is she not wearing shoes, but her feet are covered in duct tape so badly too why why is that what does that do i i think she was trying to make them smaller no like binding or something like she was trying to like make them smaller probably to fit in smaller shoes and you know so she so they look more quote-unquote feminine oh my god that sounds so painful yeah it really does oh oh my god at that bleak moment she turns to look back at the building she just came out of thinking maybe I could grab my shoes but the door shuts and I guess maybe it's it it locks and she's just ready to she puts her face in her hands she's about to start crying and at that bleak moment Hank pulls up in a sparkling white truck he like almost hits her but he stops yeah (laughs) he stops short he gets out of the truck and he tells Peggy that since she entered the contest to win a truck he thought he would save her the trouble and she's like oh my god you bought a new truck and he says no i just painted our old one she says oh it's beautiful no she says she's beautiful and then this is when hank pulls out her glasses that she hasn't been wearing for the pageant and he puts them on her face and he says yeah but she was already beautiful oh and the episode pretty much ends there except there's a credits sequence where Peggy and Luann are in the kitchen, and Luann is attempting to, quote-unquote, fix Peggy's hair, which Marcy fixed it. It looks fine. Mm -hmm. She could have just left it. Uh, But I guess Peggy just wants her normal hair color back, and Luann takes off this towel, and Peggy has neon green hair that points straight up. It looks like a troll doll, Mm -hmm. and Peggy's very supportive. She's like, oh, don't worry. We'll just try it again. We'll get it. And... Luann's like, oh, sorry. And she walks out of the kitchen and just starts laughing like this evil, maniacal laugh. And this is her getting revenge on Peggy. And she botched the dye job on purpose. Um, Yep. And she just walks away laughing like a maniac. The end. (laughs) Yay! Excellent job, Jackie. Thank you. So that's about the episode. Amy. Do share favorite moments, quotes. Mm -hmm, What do you mm -hmm. got? Okay. So as you were talking, there was a couple things I thought about, but then of course I forgot some, but I'm going to go with one of the, like the last couple scenes. Um, (laughs) There's the, the scene. So when, when she's like, I need uh, duct tape for my ass, uh, please go get it. Buck. So Buck runs off. He gets the duct tape and (laughs) I just, love this little scene of him ripping off strips of duct tape and passing it to her through the curtain but he's like doubled over like (laughs) he's stressed he probably (laughs) ran to get the duct tape he's not a healthy man (laughs) i'm surprised he's there at all he's he's really invested i know and he's supportive he's actually supportive of her like he even says damn i wish we had a picture of you looking this good and peggy goes spilt milk spilt milk yeah Like, he's actually like, you know, she might even have a chance at this point. (laughs) So 
you know, they, I, I, I appreciated Buck in this episode a lot. Uh, he, he was there for Peggy, even if he knew that she wasn't going to win, but maybe, maybe she would at least have placed. I don't know. Yeah. So I just love that scene. He's bent over double, just like passing strips of duct tape through the curtain. Oh, so, so good. Um, let's see. So I, I love that. Like even Hank, he, he knows she's not going to win. And he says to, he says to Luann, you know, Peggy's always had really good confidence, really high self-esteem. And that's really good. He's like, but the problem is that she has to either admit to herself that she's not going to win or, and, and give up or face the disappointment of losing. And he's like, so she's in a lose, lose situation. And even though he knows that, and even when she's like, do you think I can win th- uh, a pageant? He's like, uh, I guess. Like, to anybody who's talking to him about it, like the guys and Buck, he's like, she's going to win. You know, she will win. And he he's publicly supportive of her. He Like, he doesn't say to them, like, yeah, I know she's probably not going to win. He's still very supportive of Peggy and is like, fuck you. Don't talk shit about my wife. Hank is amazing in this episode i really mm-hmm. i just I, I that he said that to luann just about peggy's gonna mm-hmm. have to face like losing or admit that she can't win and it's just so insightful and he's being openly supportive of her which is so beautiful but also staying aware that she's going to be very disappointed for one reason or another and mm-hmm. And just the fact that he's staying mindful of that, you know, he could just be like, oh, well, that's her thing and let the chips fall where they may, you know, I'm not going to worry about it. But I just thought he has so many really nice moments like that in this episode. I really like, I really like Hank a lot this episode. Yeah, I know. Me too. Um, And, you know, we had, we had talked, touched on it before, like how Peggy said to Nancy, like, oh, well, maybe we could shake, I thought we could just shake things up, like really make things different. And we were saying that's so insincere of her. And it's especially insincere because then she immediately like transforms herself into, her hair is bleached out. Like it's a lighter color. She's got like, you know, she's taping her ass and her feet and everything. She's and trying to change her body and, and she's not yeah. wearing her glasses, her signature glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, I thought to myself, I thought, would would Nancy have given, you know, would, would Nancy have, like, helped Peggy along uh, with this if she hadn't insulted her, if Peggy hadn't insulted Nancy? And I thought, no, probably not. But she definitely, I think at least during that panel, she probably would have been a lot more friendly and a lot more like, you know, getting lobbed some softball questions at at Peggy to like knock out of the park. Whereas she's like, thanks. Yeah, Miss Hill, I I heard you gave me the brownies. Anyway, let's get started. Yeah, you know? I, I, I agree. I think that would be the extent of her helping Peggy. But I would I would think that. Nancy is one of those people that she was involved in this pageant and she probably takes these kinds of pageants much more seriously than uh, Peggy. And she probably has a very specific idea of what the winner should look like and be like. And I don't know Mm -hmm. that she would compromise that for her friend, which is like, you know, she's... uh, What's the word when somebody sticks to their morals or determined, bel- unbiased? No, not authentic, but steadfast, steadfast, something like that. I. It's important to her, and she is uh, holding true to it. She's not going to compromise. Yeah, what she what like what she think her pageant values, which whatever. But <laughs> but yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, she's not going to give her extra points, that's for sure. But I think that she would, at the very least, have been a little bit more compassionate or like, great answer, Miss Hill. You know, so I mean, she should be um, careful because Peggy and everyone else has major dirt on her. Sometimes I think Nancy might be the worst person on that entire show. I, I know, she's, but she, I think she's one of the worst. 
she makes it work though it's like just the fact she i know she does terrible terrible things and she doesn't seem her, her conscience doesn't seem to eat away at her but uh i guess maybe she's a little bit more like buck in that way where they do mm-hmm. terrible things and they treat the people around them terribly but it's not they're not trying to hurt people they're living their lives how they want to without too much concern for the people around them as opposed to someone like cotton who seems to actively want to hurt people right he's like psychotic whereas nancy and buck are like they have traits of a narcissistic personality disorder (laughs) and then okay so i just want to do one one quote it's when it's when peggy is first meeting all the the other pageant contestants and this is at the end when she's like fully dejected like oh my god this is terrible and Luann comes running up to her and she's like Mrs. Heimlich County let me try on her ca- uh, crown and sash did you know that she knows how to play the lap steel guitar and she only has 9% body fat and it's all in her breasts yes it's <laughs> <laughs> crackly up <laughs> and it's all in her breasts <laughs> I know. What is? How do you even get on that topic? Like, did you know that I only have nine percent body fat, and it's all in my titties? Yeah, that's high five. <laughs> okay, I'll stop talking. Talking. It's your turn. No, you're great. Um, you do you have any any other stuff? Yeah, I do. I have I have two more. This one's an, another one when she's at the meeting, all the pageant uh, people, and it's the woman who has you know she's a stay at home mom, and she asks Peggy, "Do you have any children?" And Peggy goes, eight. No, yeah. <laughs> well, I only have one. Just one. <laughs> she just tries to one-up this woman immediately. I, I have eight. And then the last one uh, that I have is just the scene where they're in Buck's office. And he's like, sit down, sit down to Luann. And, like, gives her a really comfy chair. He gives Peggy the shitty one. And then and the whole time Peggy's talking, he's just staring at Luann with this creepy smile on his face the whole time yeah i was like buck come on the se- like the second they walk in uh what does buck say he says i think peggy's like this is luann and buck's like i don't think i've had the pleasure to meet her or something and peggy's like yeah. oh well actually you have <laughs> <laughs> no you definitely have yeah <laughs> so that that's about all i've got all right so I have a, f- a few things that stood out to me uh, right off the bat, the beginning of the episode. What is it? I, Peggy's over at Nancy's house, and I forget exactly what they're doing, but you see <laughs> some family pictures on uh, some family pictures in Nancy's house, and there's just a gorgeous framed photo of just John Redcorn, shirtless with his hair blowing in the wind. So brazen. Uh, I love that screenshot because like that little scene, because I always use that whenever I'm like posting a question of like, anytime I want to talk about Dale and Nancy and John Redcorn, I use that picture because it is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like John Redcorn looks like the sexiest person ever. And then right next to that picture is Dale and Nancy and Joseph in like a family portrait. Yeah. How does Nancy explain that to Dale that there's a framed picture of John Redcorn? Shirtless. Like, she could be like, you know, I'm so grateful. If he was just wearing, like, maybe a professional photo of him wearing a shirt, and she's just like, I'm just so grateful for him to, like, heal my my headaches. Yeah. But, no. (laughs) It's shirtless. He looks sexy as hell. I imagine he's oiled up. You know, (laughs) it's like, what? my god yeah yeah that made me laugh maybe dale likes it too yeah dale's probably like damn that is one good looking dude yeah <laughs> um and then uh i really like the part where peggy's in bed with hank and she's like do you think i could win a pageant and she's going over um the requirements to enter the pageant and she's kind of rating herself and she gives her face an a minus body b plus personality a plus brains a plus and i just love listening to her rate herself like that i know 
It's so good, but God damn it, that was my trivia question. And I think the one with the qualifications to enter the beauty contest. If you know what those are, that's also my trivia question. I don't know that I <laughs> remember all of them, so. Oh, Ooh, okay, because you mentioned it. And I was like, dang it, she got both of my trivia questions. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know, uh, again, I know Peggy. one of Peggy's things is that she's just, quote unquote, overly confident. But, you know, hell yeah, you know, give love yourself you know right b plus for body give it an a whatever yeah even if you're lying to yourself it's fine yeah your body made bobby yes, it did. that's great anyway it's, it's getting you around in life yeah so um i made a note luann's hair is fully back to normal now mm-hmm. yes um i like the part where bill <laughs> the contestants first all meet at I, I don't know I forget where but uh they're about to get things started and a woman's like if anyone is here that is not associated with anyone in the pageant please leave and everyone turns around and looks at the back of the auditorium and Bill's just there eating a bagel <laughs> I know of course he is one of those creeps who goes to pageants and just sits in the back with a boner the whole time and I love speaking of Bill I love the scene where he's like terribly singing and washing his car and he sees Peggy go by and she's in her full uh pageant regalia and he's just like oh, oh. <laughs> like he's just completely he's made speechless he's <laughs> dancing around his car washing it water's flying everywhere and then he just stops oh <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god <laughs> Although I, I will say that I wouldn't put it past Bill to go to these pageant things just to get free bagels. D- definitely the snack table would be hit up. Yeah. For sure. Remember last episode, he they were going to all those strip clubs looking for cotton and he was just raving about the pizza. Well, yeah. Maybe he just really <laughs> very, wants those bagels. Very, very good point. Very good point. I love the whole scene after Peggy starts to feel a little discouraged and she's back at home. And Bobby's there and he's looking through the family, a family photo album, and he finds a picture of Peggy and Hank, I guess when they were a little younger. And he says, who is that kissing dad? And Peggy says, well, that's me, honey. And Bobby says, really? You were beautiful. And Peggy says, were? Oh, Bobby, I still am. And Bobby just stares at her and he's like, okay. And then, and then, um, and then he's looking at the photo album still a little bit a few minutes later, and he's like, Oh, there's me standing next to the world's largest roadrunner. And by this point, Peggy's insulted, and she's like, Oh, are you still having those nightmares where he pecks out your eyes? And Bobby says, I forgot about those. And Peggy's like, Good, knowing full well that she just fucked up his next several nights. I'm so and then, mean. I know. God, don't be such an asshole. I know. So insult, like just so easily insulted and then lashes out. Like, calm down. Yeah. Calm down. You're, it's your it's your dumb ass 12-year-old, 11-year-old son. Of course he doesn't think you're beautiful now. Yeah. Come on. He's, he's a jackass. Although she does say, oh, Bobby, you just don't think I'm beautiful because I'm, in your eyes, I'm a mom. And he's like, well, I think Connie's mom is beautiful or hot or whatever, <laughs> attractive. <laughs> Min is hot. Yeah. So he's right. <laughs> um, and then I like the, par- the part where Peggy's breaking up with Luann after she hires Marcy, a real stylist. And she says, listen, Luann, you are an excellent, excellent amateur stylist, but this is a professional beauty pageant. And then Luann says... No, this is an amateur beauty pageant. (laughs) She's right. It is amateur. She just almost sounds kind of confused. No, this is an amateur. Um, (laughs) And that's those are pretty much all of my notes. Uh, My last one I already said, but it's that part where Hank got his truck painted and Peggy's like, she's beautiful, and he puts her glasses on, and he says, yeah, but she was beautiful before. I know. So sweet. I also 
just realized from this app uh, from this episode that I say absolutamente all the time, and it's from this one, which I didn't realize that's where I got it from. I knew Whoa. it was a Peggy. I knew it was Peggy, but I couldn't remember where I got which one I got it from, and it's was it's this one. <laughs> absolutamente. Absolutamente. So, so terrible. So, like, <laughs> uh, so much enunciation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um we had a good amount of guest stars this episode. I saw that. A lot. So la, la, la. I've written down five mains. Wow. But I think I saw some other names pop up too. Um, one was Carol Alt, who played Marcy, which I didn't recognize that name. So I Googled her, but apparently she was a top model and maybe an actress. Oh. So um, and then the next one that I didn't immediately recognize was Mary Kay Place who played mm-hmm. somebody named Helen. Uh, mu- th- these must have just been like some of the women in the pageant, but I looked her up and of course I know her face. She, I've seen her in a lot of different movies. She was in Being John Malkovich and Girl Interrupted, The Big Chill, um, Youth oh, and wow. Revolt. What, what, what was the name again? Mary Kay Place. Gotcha. Yeah, so she's pretty fames. And then... Kathy Ireland played somebody named Sylvia. Mm-hmm. And she's the next level of famous where I know her name, but I don't really know what she looks like or what she did. So I Googled that and um, she's an actress in Loaded Weapon 1 and I don't know, a bunch of other stuff that I probably didn't see, but she's famous. She was a big Sports Illustrated and like swimsuit model. That was like her okay. claim to fame with, were swimsuits. And then she had that terrible clothing line at Kmart (gasps) yes that's probably how I know Mm. her best yes that is how most people know her best her terrible clothing yeah (laughs) and then I in my mind the next second most famous guest star is Angela Kinsey who most people will know as Angela from The Office and she she plays somebody named Angela (laughs) So Angela, again, probably one of the contestants, Angela on King Mm -hmm. of the Hill, Angela on The Office, and Angela in real life. And then (laughs) the last guest star I have listed is Eric Estrada. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, he plays the male judge. He tries to speak Spanish to Peggy, and she does (laughs) not understand him at all. So didn't he have like a comeback in the early 2000s? Was he on one of those celebrity shows, like celebrity big brother type thing? You're probably right. I know he's, it seems like he's always trying to pop up here and there, but um, I think, I thought he was on one of those VH1 celebrity shows. That Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Something, something like that. I'm look- I know he was on, he, he was in um, some soap operas. And he was on Chips. Right, right. But, but. uh, C-Lab 2021. Oh, I love that show. Mm -hmm. Um, God, it was definitely, yeah, like definitely like a VH1. I don't want to say the rehab one. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) Surreal Life. He was on The Surreal Life. That's right. Oh, I was trying so hard to remember that show, The Surreal Life. Yes. That was that was a great show. I watched that. <laughs> that was crazy. That that triggered the Flavor of Love shows, which mm-hmm. triggered the Brett Michaels Rock of Love shows and uh, New York Love shows. Yeah, I Tiffany love New Pollard. York. Yeah. Oh. It. Yep. Really fucked up our culture. <laughs> it was a really strange time in the early 2000s we were not okay yeah well look who's talking 2020 i know (laughs) i know i would kill to go back to the surreal life at this point (laughs) this is the surreal life if you ask me no you know you're right jack right so we're already getting a listener comments all right we're doing listener comments songs we we do we got a we got another one from Grace. Ooh. Yes. It says listener comments. It says hello. Love you. Bye-bye. Ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. 
With this comment, you listen for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving these new takes. <laughs> I know, I love it. It's like everybody's doing Bill. <laughs> Thank you, Grace. <laughs> Thank you, Grace. That was awesome. I know. That was so good. Oh, send us listener comment songs, y'all. Hello at hoyapod.com. We love them. Yeah. Or call and leave a voicemail at 386-350-3876. Ding. All right. Listener comments. Let's see. Uh, Mozzie C137 says uh, the hot framed photo of John Redcorn. Yum. Yeah. <laughs> Bender's Redemption says, oh boy, look at me. I'm having an affair. <laughs> I know. That seems so cringe. I know. Then now's your chance to cheat on me, oh, Hank. And God. he's just like, um, okay. <laughs> what am I supposed to say to that? Awesome. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> A lot of people love when Peggy's ass comes flying out of those restraints. Yes. And and uh, uh, Martin of the Waking Universe and several other people have said this one, though. It says, uh, do you have any spare tape? My ass has come loose. Yeah. <laughs> Tanya L. Barra, right next to uh, Martin, also said that, too. So many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a lot for the for the booty. The golden bison, yep. Also, Pastel Zom, Noli Sparks. <laughs> this quote uh, by Bobby... Uh, from Becca underscore Thunderdome. Wow, mom, you look like you could star in a headache commercial <laughs> after she gets her makeover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I love, so uh, again, multiple people said this one, but DXR underscore 30. She could have at least smiled. And then Hank, she is smiling. I love that. I, I love her <laughs> initial picture for the contest where she just looks so like she's good. grimacing. She's staring you down like. Yeah. Linstagram said, Ack, I haven't rewatched this one yet because it's so hard for me to see Peggy Hill so vulnerable. And I I felt the same way going into this episode. I was like, I always avoid this because I hate I hate seeing Peggy get knocked down. Right. It's just it's so hard. It, I feel so bad. It breaks my heart. So I agree with you, Linstagram. Dodger Gal 81. So, with my smarts, looks, and muchos talentos, well, I think that's a huge edge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crumb Dumpster says, terrific, girls. Mrs. Hill, that was awful. <laughs> I know, I love that. And then he's like, sit down, I'll show you how it's done. Someone hold my cane. <laughs> His cane. <laughs> love it. Uh, Rachel underscore rock says, I don't know, but that dress reminds me of homecoming 2002 and it's bad crying emoji. <laughs> SNC bank says, don't you look smart when <laughs> Peggy's trying on that very dowdy long blue dress with mm. shoulder pads. And mm. she's just like looking in the mirror, like, Ooh, yeah. And the woman comes in and she's just like, Oh, don't you look smart <laughs> i know she's feeling it doing turns and like mm. yeah so good uh, mozzie c137 great point luann and peggy are so destructive when they are mad revenge runs in the family yeah <laughs> very very that's a true. great point cw spirits asks what have you been drinking the most during quarantine <sighs> everything my piss Sorry. <laughs> Shmoo Parcher says, Luann being crazy and vengeful is my most favorite. <laughs> she gets I know. mean. I know. And actually, Ape 7 ill also says, I'm not a fan of this episode, but I do love evil Luann. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. I, like, for your oh. I just wanted to point out one more thing. Yep. Lady Mina 24 and... The Abio were uh, two people that also commented on Peggy's butt, but they both described her butt as thick with two C's. So I just thought mm. that was funny. So she, she did have a nice, nice booty. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. For submitting those comments. And thank you, Amy, for remembering to ask for comments. <laughs> no problem. All right. Listener comments done. Trivia. Trivia. You already got one of mine, so how many you got? Two. 
All right. Go for it. I'm ready. All right. Are you sure you're ready for this? I was born ready, baby. (laughs) That was stupid. (laughs) All right, Amy. Mm. Out of all the contestants in the pageant, including Peggy, how many are teachers? Including Peggy? Yes. Four. Yes! Woo! Yay! Good for you. Yeah! (laughs) All right, give me your question. Okay. What two qualifications do you need in order to enter the beauty contest? You need to be married, mm-hmm. and you need to be at least 23. Oh, I knew you were going to get it. That one's such an easy one. Why did I think that was good? I thought I would get you with the Peggy. I thought I was going to get you with the Peggy with the, you know, rating her face and stuff, but you fucking wrote it down. Yeah, it's one of my favorite lines in the episode. God. <laughs> All right. Now my question. Yes. Amy. What is the name of the dealership where Peggy test drives the pickup truck she hopes to win in the pageant? Fuck. I don't know. Um, he looks like Fatherton, but I know it's not him. It's not a Hyundai, so it's not Lane Prattley. I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> no, you are so close. Oh! <laughs> it's Lane Prattley Chevrolet! Damn! Oh! He would have multiple dealerships. My god, Amy. Damn it. That was so close. Dang it. Do you know what the next episode is? Speaking of Lane Prattley, it's isn't it nine pretty darn angry man men mans? Yes. Men. All right. I'm ready for that one, I suppose. Well, great episode. No. Yes. Any great. final thoughts or or uh actually just real quick, I did because you mentioned the dealership, um, I would have also been extremely pissed if I was that car dealership guy, the salesman, and the woman who was driving around test driving this car. This truck was just like, oh, no, I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to win it. I'd be like, get the, get out. I would make them pull over and get, like, walk back home. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he kind of do that? He was just like, this test drive is done. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I was like, hey, I'm not blaming yeah. him. I would do the same thing. Oh, Peggy. I know. <laughs> all right. Yep. Yeah, that's all I've got. How about you? That's all I have. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. rate review subscribe on itunes please do that 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 is very helpful follow our facebook page help mm-hmm. uh what the hell is it called ho yeah pod ho yeah pod yeah it's ho yeah like ho yeah the facebook page is ho yeah podcast i think you just pages ho yeah pod and the inst- the the group is group slash ho yeah pod and our instagram i thought is it ho was yeah pod. i thought it was k-o-t-h Group. that's that's the full title but if you're looking it up on like if you're doing facebook.com slash groups it's ho yeah pod oh i will never know how the internet works i had to set up zoom for a client the other day that um he's on the spectrum and he lives with his grandma and and it's just the two of them and neither of them has an email they just got internet so i spent three days teaching his grandma how to open an email jackie that that is i would lose my mind how to open an email yeah oh it was i I know it's hard for them i know they don't it's completely new they weren't raised with this but my god i felt I mean I wasn't frustrated or anything but it was just <laughs> I felt so bad it's just, if you've never had an email or never had internet right, how could imagine, you how am I supposed right. to explain this to you over the phone I right, felt so okay. bad yeah so go to your internet browser what the fuck is an internet browser like first thing I don't know how to use that yeah I finally got her on the internet and then I was like all right I made you an email just uh, go to gmail.com and then I have your login already 
And it took me like two days to realize that she was typing out Gmail D-O-T com. Uh, And she just kept saying, it's not working. I felt so bad, but yeah, Uh, I, I, but hey, but it looks like that's going to be me now because I don't even know how to get to our own Facebook group. (laughs) I had to explain to my dad that why his phone was not connected or, or his laptop wasn't connected to his phone. He's like, but I have the hotspot on all the time. I'm like, but you left, you drove away from your laptop. Yeah. So uh-huh. I was like, the Wi-Fi doesn't last forever. It's only a limited range. He's what the yeah. fuck? But he, he's Otherwise the type everyone of person, would be on one hotspot. Right. And he's the type of person who it's, it's always the phone or the internet's fault. He's like this piece of shit fucking phone i can't stand it it's such a piece of shit i'm like you it is not a piece of shit i was like you are just a jackass dad (laughs) (laughs) oh and i used to get so we we would yell at each other back and forth and finally i've reached this point of just being like okay so how it how it works i'm gonna need you to calm down and listen to me okay yeah okay (laughs) As soon as we get you doing it the right way, then it'll be fine. That's it'll all. be fine, and you you won't have to yell at your phone or me anymore. Oh man, it's gonna be that the rate technology is moving now. By the time yeah. we're your dad's age, yeah, forget it. Kids are kids are only gonna speak in like beeps and boops, and we're gonna be like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's gonna go back to Morse code. They're gonna start talking in Morse code, and we're gonna be fucked. <laughs> Ah, so yep uh follow us and rate review subscribe email us anytime you want hello at hoyapod.com and and we'll see you next week yay and oh and until next time oh, fair listeners <gasps> via con La 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 la